I wanted to share a tool that I started using recently. And if you're doing any prospecting or lead sourcing from LinkedIn, it's definitely worth checking out. The tool is called Surf and it's spelled S-U-R-F-E. It's a Chrome extension that allows you to add contacts to your CRM directly from LinkedIn. I use it to add contacts quickly, follow my deals, keep track of my notes. And it's actually saved me a bunch of time. The data is always 100% accurate because I don't have to copy and paste each detail from each contact over to my CRM. Instead, Surf does it all for me automatically with just one click. Now, the folks over at Surf have been kind enough to put together a promo offer for fans of SSP. You can go to the link in the show notes and use the promo code JWSURF with an E5 for a 5% discount on your first year. Check out the link in the show notes and go check them out. I've got a secret weapon for you that's going to skyrocket your sales without the unnecessary headaches that come along with using one of the big player CRM systems. That secret weapon is Close CRM. Now let's face it, we've all been there. We've used a clunky, confusing system that kind of makes you want to throw your laptop out the window. Well, fear not, Close is here to save your time, money, and sanity. Close has all of the powerful sales tools you need, minus the drama, to manage your leads, track your deals, and crush your targets effortlessly. It has calling, emailing, SMS, multi-channel sequences, and it even has meeting tracking built right in. It's easy to set up and implement. You can stop screwing around with CRMs that aren't built for you and start selling and managing customers today. You can start a free trial using the link in the show notes, special for SSP fans. Hello, SaaS sales players. It's me, Jesse, and this is part one of a three-part episode series that I'm putting out over the next couple of days on the topic of closing a $100,000 plus annual SaaS deal. Now, whether this is your first six-figure deal or your next one, I hope that the content in these next few episodes is very helpful and valuable in your journey to achieve this milestone in your career. Why is it a milestone? Well, once you've closed a six-figure deal, you can start to really get on that trajectory towards being an enterprise account executive or an enterprise field rep. Your commissions are going to go up because if you think about the standard AE or account executive comp plan is going to be a base rate of around 10% commissions. So if you do the math and you're making at least a 10% cut of the deals you're closing and you're closing multiple six-figure deals, then it really adds up. It's going to make a big impact on your W-2 and of course on your quota as well. You'll start to think about quota achievement in terms of how many six-figure deals or how many multiple six-figure deals do I need to, to hit in order to achieve my annual quota. So there's a lot of benefits in learning this. It's a super important rite of passage in SaaS selling. And I've put together, again, a three-part episode series here that focuses on six steps to finding, developing, and qualifying, but also closing a $100,000 plus annual SaaS deal. Now, this information comes from my own journey in closing my first round of $100,000 SaaS deals, but also from interviewing a lot of people on the podcast over the last three years who had a lot of expertise in closing larger ticket tech deals. Now, you'll notice that I'm focused on $100,000 plus, but I'm going to just call out here that these steps of course, can apply towards seven-figure or multiple seven-figure deals, but there's a whole extra set of steps, skills, and resources needed to close what they call mega deals that are in the seven or multiple seven-figure range, uh, at least by most definitions, right? And a mega deal can really be whatever is a large deal to you, but the focus of this episode series is going to be on 
deals in the hundred thousand to call it, you know, $999,000 range, because it's my belief that when you want to get into closing seven or multiple seven figure deals, there's a whole separate, uh, additional set of skills that to add on top of the, the framework that I'm about to share, that's going to help you close deals of that size. Now, if that's a topic that you're interested in, or if you're in a place in your career where you've already closed a lot of six figure or multiple six figure deals, go listen to the episode I did with Jamal Reimer, Brandon Fluharty, Dustin Brown, and Ian Koniak. Those are all experts in closing those larger size deals. And they can speak to some of the additional things that you need to think about if you're going after a seven or multiple seven figure account. So with all that, today's episode is just gonna focus on the first two of those six steps in getting that first six figure deal over the line for yourself. And again, it doesn't have to just be a $100,000 deal. This can be a 300 or $400,000, $500,000 deal. It doesn't really matter. I think that it's generally the same process when you're under that you know seven figure range to, to find and close those types of deals. So let's focus on steps one and two. And in the next episode, I'll speak to steps three and four, but let's start with the basics here. So step number one, in my opinion, to closing a $100,000 deal is really, it really comes down to account targeting and what I'll call product market sales fit. Now, this is going to vary wildly. This, this part of the process will vary a lot depending on what size of company you work for. If you're at an early stage startup, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get the information you need to target the right accounts because there's just not going to be as much data at your disposal. Now, if you work for a really large software company or tech company, this should not be rocket science and it's likely you've already done a lot of this work. And so this shouldn't take too long other than this is an exercise in gathering and, you know, consolidating your information in one place. So you've got a list to work off of. So, what are some things that you can do to make sure you're honing in on the right account? And to think about this, just have a you know mental exercise of what type of company could or would spend $100,000 or more on my SaaS product? What criteria, uh, what you know specific attributes might lead to that type of conversation? And some ways you can try to find this out are look at your existing customers that might spend $100,000 or more if you don't have those, you can really research the industry and try to understand what problems might warrant a $100,000 solution. And from there, you can start to hypothesize around what types of brands might be a fit for your six-figure plus deals. Another thing that's going to help, knowing your ICP very well. ICP is your ideal customer persona or ideal customer profile. You'll also hear that as like ideal buyer persona it's all interchangeable, but knowing who you're selling to, what's their role, what function are they in the business? What things do they have to deal with that they hate? What are typical problems that they have to solve? The better you can understand who you're selling to and what a day in the life looks like for them, the easier it's going to be to speak to the value and the benefits of your solution. The other thing that I like to do in this process is really understand what motivates the buyer personally, not just motivates the business, what problems in the business you're trying to solve, but on a personal basis for your main evaluators, what's in it for them? W-I-I-F-M is the acronym, right? What's, what's in it for me? 
try to think about what might be in it for your buyer. It might be a promotion. It might be a bonus. It could be some other personal motivator that they have for solving this big problem. It's really important to try to find that out, you know, by asking and building enough trust and relationship with your buyer to be able to, to ask that question and to earn the right to ask that question. But once you have that information, it's going to make your, the rest of your pitch a lot more powerful and compelling. And it's going to help that person go and be a true champion to moving this deal along in the process, because at some point they're going to have to go and sell this internally and you need them to really be focused on what's in it for them. In addition to all the value that you're going to add to their business as a whole. So know your ICP well, find out what's in it for them. Really try to understand their industry, understand potential challenges. It's all going to come down to, you know, researching a lot of criteria, understand what compelling events might be in their business, read the news, uh, read their financials. All of that stuff is going to help you sort of build a case towards who might be the right fit for selling a deal this size. And then the other thing that I, I put down here was in, in my mind with deals this size, usually there's three main stakeholders, but obviously deals can vary a lot. They, there can be, you know, 10 people that have to review something for purchase. It all depends on the company's culture and how they manage their, their resources and budget and procurement and things like that. But what I've found for deals in the six and multiple six figure range, for the most part, you're going to need an executive sponsor, which is, uh, you know, executive leader in the company who is in charge of funding this project and you know overseeing all of the resources it usually gets involved for most tech purchases some it director or manager will have to have a look at your technology and have to understand how it impacts the broader tech profile of the company or the tech stack so plan on there always being some form of it presence in your sessions and do what you can to build a relationship with that it persona then lastly, your primary buyer. So let's say you sell something to marketing or sales, you know, that main point of contact who's a sales leader or a marketing leader who's in these conversations as your primary. This person should also be a champion. I mean, really everybody should be a champion. You should build anybody into a champion, but focus on, you know, those three personas as a way to streamline the deal and really kind of understand the, the breadth of, of what's needed and how the decision-making process works. So that's part one, or that's step one, account targeting. Step two, I put uh, discovery, being curious, and detective work. These are just my notes, but let's just call it discovery. So being able to, once you get prospecting done against these accounts, and I may have glossed over that a little bit, but in, in your account targeting and in your research on that front, you should also be able to develop a really good pitch or you know prospecting outreach that can engage the right person in the company, in broader conversations. A lot of times these deals of these size also come inbound. So looking through, you know, inbound interests and nurturing those inbound leads with value-based messaging that's going to help later on when you're building a case to sell a $100,000 plus deal. So two is discovery. Understanding uh, the, the business challenges as best as possible. I've done episodes on discovery. I should probably do a refresh on that episode. And I should probably interview someone who's a discovery expert. I have a few in my network that are really good at asking discovery questions. So asking questions that are not open-ended, that are very specific, really trying to understand um, you know, the business challenges, 
that's going to be really important in your discovery process, doing research and, uh, you know, understanding the business's health and those kind of things are all going to be part of building out that discovery part of the process. But in your discovery, it's also important to try to get as much info you can around whether this is the right fit for a six figure plus deal. So there's some questions you can ask to try to better understand that. And early on, it's tough to start asking questions like, how much would you spend on this? Or how much are you spending on our competitor? Or how much would you spend to solve this problem? Those are kind of cringy, not kosher questions at this point. So there's different ways to do it more tactfully. And again, it's going to come down to building a, a strong relationship and using the discovery process to build a strong relationship with your buyer persona. So those are the first two things, targeting the right accounts that are that make it actually possible to sell a six-figure deal, and then really being thorough with your discovery to try to ask the best possible questions to then get them to a point where they're moving through your process. So hope that helps. Look out for part two coming tomorrow. And if this is a topic you're super interested in, I am working on a course that's going to focus on helping you find your first or your next $100,000 plus annual deal. If you want to get on the wait list for that course, you can go to jessewoodbury.com slash 100K. Again, it's jessewoodbury.com slash 100K, and that's to join the wait list. If you don't want to go join the wait list, you can also come into my Slack community. There's a link in the show notes for joining the SaaS sales Players Slack. Join us and send me a message in Slack and I'll get you the details. But again, hopefully this helps as you're exploring the opportunities in your book of business and the goal being to get you more commissions, help you hit quota and help you level up in your career. Thanks for tuning in.